0: Sacred Music Hour today, focusing on the modern era of classical composers in the 20th century, specifically Rafe Vaughn Williams. He was born October 12th, 1872, and he died in 1958. We'll listen to some of the sacred music that Vaughan Williams has produced, as well as some of his peers as they were part of a movement called nationalism, and we'll define that and talk about that a little bit later. Vaughan Williams lived in England and is best known for his nine fascinating symphonies, but he also made a lasting impact on sacred music. He worked as an editor for a number of English hymnals, becoming an expert on hymnology at an early age. We will start with our first musical example, perhaps something a little bit familiar. I think it's in a lot of hymnals out there, depending on which publisher, and it is titled The Call. This is being done by Howard Fankhauser. He is a cathedral tenor in Seattle. The Call by Rafe von Williams. The Call, one of the five mystical songs originally scored for baritone, chorus, and orchestra, as heard here with just the tenor, on the organ, but beautifully done and still sung, I believe, in some of the Catholic churches and masses these, these days. Depending on your hymnal publisher, the call is uh, usually included in there. The text is from one of England's greatest Christian poets, George Herbert, who actually lived in the early 1600s. Von Williams began his musical career as an organist and was soon immersed in the world of choral music. Certainly high standards were applied to writing his larger symphonic works, operas, his Mass in G minor. He also wrote a Christmas cantata, but he was admired admired by his peers and for many composers to follow for his diligence in applying the same high standards, even for what could be seen as a simple hymn. Let's go to two more selections now. Um, these are being done, sung by the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Clap your hands, all ye people. That was the one we just heard by Von Williams. And prior to that, a song of Thanksgiving. So these more along the line of uh, choral performance pieces, maybe for a festival choir or some uh, ecumenical choir festival. A little bit more of a performance piece rather than your the hymn that you might find in the hymnal. You might be surprised to learn that For All the Saints was written by Vaughan Williams. It might be worth getting to Mass early and flipping through that hymnal, and and you could be pleasantly surprised that several of the hymns were from this great English composer. As I said earlier, the first thing i think of are some of those huge symphonies that he wrote. But um, of course, he penned a lot of sacred music, as we will see in some of the items to come. Uh, Vaughn Williams became a leading authority on English folk music, and that was seemed to be the trend in the early 20th century that those nationalities, whatever country they were from, in his case, being from England, he would incorporate into his classical style the music of the country. And at that time, the folk music was very popular. So you'll find this little flare of an English folk melody that he would elaborate and uh, expand upon in his orchestral music and his larger choral works. He would spend weeks riding through the countryside, literally knocking on doors with his notebook and pencil in hand, collecting folk melodies that otherwise would have been lost and just gone before, having not been written down. So you will hear one of these famous folk melodies in our following musical selection. It is an instrumental version just for variety. This is from uh, a two CD set entitled the number 1 classical album and you'll be hearing a fantasia on green sleeves. Green sleeves is the folk tune and of course years later the text for what child is this grew out of this melody. And in this case, Vaughn Williams does simply an instrumental fantasy on this folk tune. Although Vaughan Williams had his own writing style and was greatly influenced by national folk melodies, it would be safe to say he maintained the sacred reverence of early church music. His mass setting held several references to the music of the past, with its modal open fifths, as we would have heard in the monasteries of medieval times. Also reflecting early church music was acapella singing, as we will hear in our next selection. This piece was written for Holy Thursday, and it was uh, based on a poem, and it reads, uh, first of all, the title of the piece is, Into the Woods My Master Went, uh, Reflecting Holy Thursday into Good Friday. It's a two-stanza poem by Sidney Lanier, and Vaughn Williams uh, plays a short organ introduction and then it goes into this four-part a cappella version and you'll hear in the second verse out of the woods my master went and he was well content out of the woods my master came content with death and shame when death and shame would woo him from under the trees they drew him last t'was on a tree they slew him last when out of the woods he came Thank you. After early studies on piano, organ, violin, and viola, Rafe Vaughan Williams attended the Royal College of Music and Trinity College in Cambridge, England, spending his entire life throughout England. One of his teachers was Ravel, if you know that French composer. And as you listen to this rich harmony, um, the harmonic content certainly reflects that time period. So often on this station, you're gonna hear Oh, a touch of Gregorian chant and a lot of the early music, medieval, renaissance, uh, classical. Um, The last time we did a a featured composer, it was J.S. Bach, so you can see where my favorites lie. But um, nice to hear some of this more modern music and that these contemporary composers were still devoting their skills to writing sacred hymns. We go next to a local choir, Westminster Choir College, and they present to us... "'Oh, how amiable are thy dwellings, O Lord of hosts.'" And you'll hear in this particular arrangement, they uh, lead themselves into, "'O God, our help in ages past.'" So we're not saying that Vaughn Williams wrote, "'O God, our help in ages past.'" It's just this particular arrangement. They do a little bit of a a medley, but the first hymn that you hear is indeed penned by Vaughn Williams. mentioned earlier, the term of nationalism. This usage of local folk melodies falls under this term, nationalism, a writing trend that began in the Romantic era and continued well into the 20th century. Composers of diverse nationalities wrote large classically oriented works, yet retaining the cultural flair of their country and their people. Some familiar names that used this writing style, for example, from Czechoslovakia, Dvorak, and Janáček. From Hungary, Zoltán Kodai, Debussy and Ravel from France, and the list goes on. We'll turn to one of Reif von Williams' peers, Karl Orff from Germany. And this is a large... Choral work *Carmina Burana*, which is very well known, widely performed, and we're going to go to one short section of that *O Fortuna*, probably the more well uh, known and popularly performed section of *Carmina Burana*. This text was written by monks in the 10th through the 13th century, so ancient text is the setting, but. It is called a sacred work. However, the spirituality at that time period was rather questionable. So there are people that will argue that point that it should be even called a sacred work. But let's just hear what some other people were writing at the same time that Rafe von Williams was writing. As you know, they would influence one another. They would listen to each other's works and it would all uh, blend into a bit of a melting pot. But here is Carl Orff with O Fortuna. I think that's enough of that excitement. I don't know. It's raising my blood pressure. How about you? But if that does sound at all familiar to you, it has been used in several movies, uh, one being Excalibur, another starring Martin Sheen, Badlands. Capturing the spirit of the Russian people was another peer of Vaughn Williams, also a member of this nationalistic movement, and that would be Igor Stravinsky. During the latter part of his life, it's when he really began uh, writing a lot of his religious music. Perhaps as he was getting closer to being called home, he was kind of reviving his religious spirit and, and deepening his spiritual life, We're going to listen to a setting of the Ave Maria, and again, we're hearing a little bit more contemporary harmonies here. This is Igor Stravinsky's Ave Maria. And that was the Ave Maria, The Beautiful Prayer to Our Lady, as set by Igor Stravinsky, another composer well-known for his many symphonic works. And as I mentioned later in his life, he wrote a little bit more religious repertoire. He does have a symphony of psalms, which I need to explore a little bit. Um, And that, that might be worth checking out of the library. Von Williams was good friends with Gustav Holtz. Holtz also from England, living pretty much during the same time, 1874 to 1934. He died several years prior to von Williams. He also penned music to accompany this beautiful prayer to Our Lady, the Ave Maria. So we're going to go back to the Westminster Choir College, if we will, and listen to the Ave Maria as set by Gustav Holtz. It's always interesting to see how many versions that exist, numerous, maybe even countless. And of course, as a parish musician, we're always asked for the Ave Maria, whether it's a special event, a wedding, a funeral liturgy, and of course there are most likely referring to Franz Schubert, maybe if they're a little bit of a music aficionado. They're looking for J.S. Bach and Charles Gounod's setting of the Ave, but my goodness, there are so many. Getting popular now is Caccini's Ave. Some parish choirs are singing that one, but even well into the 20th century, all the way up through today, composers are being inspired by this beautiful prayer and setting it to the music that they hear in their head as the best accompaniment. So a friend of Vaughan Williams, Gustav Holtz, also from England, and his Ave Maria. And while we're looking at some of these diverse settings of Ave Maria, we will go to another symphonic composer, a great influence to the likes of Gustav Holtz and Rafe von Williams. Living just a few years earlier, he didn't quite make it into the 20th century. Anton Bruckner, out of the long line of German composers, Schubert, Schumann, Brahms. Uh, Bruckner lived 1824 to 1896. Bruckner is one of those composers that many choral directors will look to to perform a setting of the Ave Maria. Very difficult to sing, um, but very, very beautiful. Again, a great symphonic composer. Uh, he taught at the Vienna Conservatory teaching harmony counterpoint organ and it was, had great success as a composer and then influencing those who were then to start up the 20th century and continue in this beautiful writing style. But again, a great example on how they would be influenced to write sacred music. Here is the Ave Maria by Anton Bruckner. Probably one of my favorites, once you leave the Schubert and the Bach and the Caccini and some of those that are more widely used and more familiar, the Anton Bruckner setting of the Ave Maria, absolutely beautiful, requiring a uh, good choir with great uh, pitch and intonation, certainly challenging, but the finished product, heavenly. Leading up to one of my favorite hymns, going back to a very good friend and a great influence on Rafe von Williams. We're going to go back to Gustav Holtz, also from England. And he wrote a large symphonic work called The Planets. Maybe when you were in grade school, um, your art teacher or classroom teacher would play sections from The Planets and then have you just listen to the music and and be inspired to draw or color a space-like picture. But um, out of this large work grew... A hymn entitled, O oh God, Beyond All Praising, which recently has found its way into several hymnals and being used for large, very majestic occasions uh, this past summer, when all the musicians had a convocation at the Cathedral of St. Peter and Paul in Philadelphia. The Musicians' Association closed with this as their prayer service, being led by the wonderful Dr. John Romeri and the Archdiocese Choir of Philadelphia, um, with all complete with timpani and brass Ensemble. I I believe it was also used for the installation of our new um, Archbishop Chaput. So let's see first where this comes from. Coming into section four of the planets, we're going to hear the version entitled Jupiter. And as we get into this piece, you'll hear, hopefully, what is a familiar melody. We will immediately follow it with the choral version of O God Beyond All Praising. God Beyond All Praising, Gustav Holtz, coming from his larger orchestral work entitled The Planets, specifically Jupiter. So the next time you sing that in church, you have to just belt it out with gusto, because in your head, you're going to hearing the orchestra of Gustav Holtz, right? I hope you enjoyed our program today, looking at uh, specifically Rafe Vaughan Williams of England and other contemporaries of his, the modern era of classical composers, 20th century, and their incorporation of nationalism in their writing. If there's a composer you would like to see addressed here, featured, maybe some favorite hymns you would like included throughout some of our sacred music hours, I would love to hear from you. Call me. Cheryl, here at the station, Area 609 882 Goodbye.